0: Star Wars 7x7, episode 1408. Today, we talk about episode 9 in pre production right now, and we also debunk a bunch of stuff about episode 9. Bunch of chewy. I'm Amy Racklett with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So that whole solo movie, that's old news. (laughs) Just kidding, sort of. But let's talk about the next movie that's coming out, episode 9, in pre-production right now, not coming out until December of 2019. Oh my, we've got quite a long wait for a Star Wars movie. I mean, year and a half, right? I mean, it's luxurious by comparison, but hey... We still got a ways to go. So, let's start with our series of updates on pre-production for Star Wars Episode 9 by saying that there's a lot of misinformation and rumor out there right now. Here's what we know for sure. The script has been completed by J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio, so that is done. They're not going to start filming until the summertime. And so right now what they have to be working on is casting and location scouting. Like that's the sort of thing that they would be doing as well as a lot of, you know, art development and that sort of thing. You know, it's really early days. And so rumors that are kicking around about the story are very unlikely to be true <laughs> at this point because there are so few people who will have seen the script at this point that yeah, I mean, there's so few opportunities for there to be leaks of this stuff. Something that we can deduce about Episode Nine, though, is that it's unlikely we're going to see any other location that we saw in The Force Awakens of the Last Jedi. Now, of course, we saw Octo in both movies. That's where Luke was hanging out. And we saw Dakar, the side of the Resistance base in both, but no reason to go back to either of those planets now, and as far as what we saw in The Last Jedi, well, Canto Bite, I don't really see them going back there, and Crait, well, you know, that base has been trashed, so no reason for them to go there as well. I guess you could consider Jakku, maybe Ray having some sort of homecoming, and I guess there would be some interesting parallel there between that series of movies, the sequel series of movies, and the original trilogy, since Luke went back to Tatooine in Return of the Jedi, so I know if they send Rey back to Jakku for any reason, everybody's going to be up at arms going, ah, it's like Return of the Jedi. And freaking out, but, you know, it would make sense for a story if she has to go back there for some reason. Uh, you know, what the story is, who knows, but you could easily see, just based on her journey, where there would have to be an easily determined reason why she would have to go. It would seem to be an easy enough thing to invent as a storytelling device. As far as uh, Takadana, well, you know, if they get Maz involved, I guess there's reason enough to go back to see her. And that's about it. I think we're going to see probably a lot more new places rather than any real appearances of old places in these sequel movies and in episode nine specifically. Now, You know, making mention of Takadana and thinking of Maz Kanata puts me in mind of something else that, you know, the, the whole debunking thing I mentioned earlier. Now, there are websites that talk about casting and casting of roles, not just for principal characters, but also for extras and background characters and that sort of thing. And I've found a couple of listings about those that... Also talk about a an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie as part of their whole laundry list of stuff where like, oh yeah, they're going to be casting for these kinds of roles and Lucasfilm is also doing this, that, and the other, and including an Obi-Wan movie, so... The rumors are starting to ramp up a little bit about that. I know we're supposed to be talking about Episode 9, but as we are entering into a new phase of Star Wars movie consideration, now that Solo stuff is just about done, all the fire about Episode 9 is starting to ramp up, and also about the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, apparently, too. Those are getting stoked. But anyway, the casting things that I wanted to mention to you. So I saw something that was purporting to be a casting report And it included information about the movie, and it included uh, a description saying that the script was co-written by J.J. Abrams and Jack Thorne. Now, Jack Thorne was the guy who had been brought on to help when Colin Trevorrow and his writing partner, Derek Connolly, had written themselves into a corner somehow or some way, and... All three of them are gone now, so I don't know why it says J.J. and Jack Thorne. That seems really interesting, unless there's some, you know, J.J. and Chris Terrio based on a story by Chris Thorne and Colin Trevorrow or something like that. We don't know anything about that stuff yet, but the fact that it has this erroneous information on there really just makes you wonder how much stock you can put in Casting Call, things like this. I remember when The Force Awakens came out and I was doing all the episodes about the run-up to that I had been looking at those and thinking, wow, this is really cool. And the more that I looked at them, I thought, you know what? This just seems like weird casting clickbait. Like if you were an actor hoping to get cast in a movie that this is like the equivalent of clickbait for your profession. Ultimately, it's going to be a couple of months before we really learn anything about episode nine. And that's going to be like right around the time when principal photography begins. So we'll probably learn more about the cast. We'll probably learn more about an external location or two where shooting might be taking place. And that'll be enough to fire our imaginations. But for now... Things are a lot quieter than the internet would have you believe, let's put it that way. Oh, and there is one other thing that we know for certain, and it's one of the best bits of news along with one of the worst bits of news, and that would be the fact that John Williams is committed to writing the music for Episode Nine, but that it may likely be his final Star Wars project. And, ugh, yeah, let's, you know what? we've got another year and a half to consider that. So let's not even go there right now. As far as news sources you can trust, well, you know, there was a blog post that I did and an episode that I did in 2017 talking about media outlets that i trusted in the run-up to the last jedi and it's something that i had been refining over the course of doing the podcast and you know looking at the run-up to the force awakens and to rogue one and so far i don't really see much in the way of changes on there i mean there may be occasional hits that don't show up on that list and you know we'll flag those here and there but as far as generally reliable sources then you know we'll revisit that list and make sure that it's up to date. The thing that's percolating is actually going to be the subject of tomorrow's episode. Nerdist usually isn't a source of breaking Star Wars news, even though they've got Amy Ratcliffe as an associate editor there now. So really, like, they should have the opportunity to do something like that. But generally speaking, they are not one of the outlets that does. However, during the live stream for Solo a Star Wars Story, John Favreau did an interview with Nerdist, and he gave a bit of information about the Star Wars live action series that we'll be talking about on tomorrow's episode. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then we'll do last Jedi trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser! May the Fourth is Star Wars Day, and it's also the date of our fourteen hundredth episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars: The Force Awakens trivia book for just seven seventy-seven. That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros. Just seven seventy-seven at sw7x7.com/tfa for the US version of Amazon, or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you who the actor is who plays Lieutenant Connix and what is remarkable about this person, and it is Billy Lord, and she is, of course, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Today's question for you, how many Star Destroyers show up at Dakar? I'm not counting the Siege Dreadnought. How many Star Destroyers show up to attack the base on Dakar at the beginning of The Last Jedi? That is going to do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take on Count Dooku all by yourself, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more and we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com sw7x7. It's not a crazy spinning alien of unknown origin. It's Destiny Unleashed.